What's up, fuckers? Uh, it's uh, you boys, the film boys, <laughs> and we just got done watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yo. And uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's not good. I, I, uh, I strongly disagree. I beg to differ. I think you're just mad because you didn't like it. Oh, oh! <laughs> I really hope the mic picked that up. That, that was, was like the worst one that, I've ever done. That almost made me want to throw up. That was so. That bad. almost made me come. Oh my god! I'm lightheaded now. I'm, oh, you're lightheaded now. Someone's gonna fan me. What? <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So we just got done watching Once Upon Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it uh, Quentin Tarantino's latest film. If you don't know, but if you clicked on the podcast, you probably know, dude. This movie, honestly, the best movie this year for me. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but it, it was it was a really good movie. I, Amazing movie. For me, Midsummer still number one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, okay, I don't even know how many movies I've seen this year, but I don't know that this even cracks like top ten. Really? I don't even know if I've seen ten movies this year. So if I haven't seen ten movies this year, yeah, it makes top ten only due to <laughs> fucking lack of entrance. Okay. Uh, so... Yeah, all right, so I, I think I want to do a fun little game. We're going to sum this movie up in one word. Nathan, go. Yo, you can't just spring that <laughs> on me. One word. Just... Okay, one word. Wait, can you go? Just go that way. All right, Alex. Redonkulous. <sighs> Nostalgic. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no. I mean, okay, look. I. All right. The acting was great. Wonderful. Top notch. Great acting. Very much. And I honestly, I think that's about the only good thing I can say. Okay, so wait. So did you not like the story? Is that the aspect of it that you didn't like? or No, I mean, it's not that I didn't like the story. I think it's just that... I, I, I don't know what I didn't like about it, but like... I, okay, to me, I feel the same way about this that I feel is like us. Where it was like, I just didn't care. Like, I didn't care about really any of the characters... And I was like, eh, there were good moments. Okay, the difference, though. So, okay, Us, I would give, like, a 3 out of 10. Okay. I fucking did not like that movie. Really, it, th- at all. Okay. It, I thought it was fucking boring. I thought there was, like, no tension. I didn't care about the characters. I just didn't fucking care. This, I would probably give, like, a 5 out of 10. Okay. I okay. liked this more, but it was kind of that same thing where it's like, I mean, I, I liked Brad Pitt's character, uh, Cliff, and I, I liked <laughs> yeah. Rick Dalton. Like, I did I did like those characters, but, like, everyone else was kind of eh. And, but, again, the acting is top notch. Like, I, but I don't know if there's really anything else I can say. I love the, uh, <laughs> like, the final scenes, which yes. we're not going to get into yet because we don't want to get into spoilers quite okay. yet. Um, But, yeah, but besides that, like, ah. Uh, all right, so I don't know, man. It just didn't do it for me. So let me ask you this, because this is a good point that Jesus brought up to me. Do you think it would have been as a as an effective film if nobody knew who Sharon Tate was, like, or if if an audience member went into it not knowing the events of that night? Because uh, I mean, I mean, I didn't really know too much about it. So I mean, I fucking loved it, like. I was telling you in the car. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't want to give anything away right now, but when we get to it later on, uh-huh. this is definitely a deep dive because, I mean, if you didn't know anything beforehand, the movie is kind of almost half there because you have to know what happened beforehand, like in real life. Uh-huh. So, and, it, get, and it gets up, that yeah. full effect of how and why the movie ends the way it does. 
So, well, before we get too far, um, spoiler free review. I thought it was eh. You two loved it. Oh, I yeah. like I said, one of my favorite movies this year. All right, and now we're gonna get into housekeeping. And if you don't want to hear housekeeping, there will be a time code in the description for um when we actually start yeah, discussing the film. That's sweet. Especially, I mean, I mainly do it just because how much we... I, I started with Eraserhead because I realized we didn't actually start talking about Eraserhead until 40 <laughs> minutes in. And I was like, I don't want people to click on this and be like, I don't fucking care about these people. I just kind of want to hear what they have to say about Eraserhead. Yeah. So I figured I'd throw a time code in. And I'll do the same for this. So yeah, so if you don't give a fuck about us, I don't blame you. So uh, look at the time code and it'll mean, be what? in the bottom. All right, housekeeping! <laughs> what do you, mean, you don't blame <laughs> them. They don't like us, but they'll come here for the review. I mean, you know. Oh, well, I'm not maybe, gonna. I'm maybe not they just want to hear people discuss uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yo, hey. I mean, and if that's the case, like, what, what's up, dog? What but shit, you? stay here for the whole conversation. I mean, uh, yeah, or skip to the no, time the movie here. starts. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> if the two options are skip to the time the movie starts or stop listening, I say skip to the time the movie starts. I thought you were gonna say stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, not that one. Please <laughs> stick around. We need this. Um, All right, housekeeping. Who wants to go first? Um, Alex, you go first. You never go first. I, 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 he go. always goes yeah. first. Yeah. Last like three podcasts, he's gone first. He's always been like, um, I guess I can go first. <laughs> what well, today? AMSR, ASMR, whatever the fuck it's called. Film boys and ASMR. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Wait, hold on. That that would be perfect for. A glimpse back to our first episode where people are just like eating in the movie theater. Oh, you, you're just hearing like cutlery. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, honestly, I just been watching some anime, reading fucking manga. All right, lately. Nathan, yeah, what about you? Been too much. To be well, besides uh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah. The only movie that I've seen. Uh. I haven't really been doing much since last Sunday. Uh, I watched Midnight Cowboy, which is a Joel Shushimer Shoemaker? Schumacher. Schumacher. Schumacher? Schumacher. Is it Schumacher? Schumacher. But do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the guy who did Lost Boys and Batman. No, 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 no. This one's Schillinger. It's something like that. Oh, okay. But it's got John Voight and Dustin Hoffman, and they're young, and John Voight's like this guy who moves to New York to be kind of like a hooker you remember that fucking weird ass video that john voight tweeted out about how we have to support president trump and he's like the most persecuted president in history and stuff like that uh no because i don't follow john voight for that reason <laughs> i don't but it made news it was trending on twitter it's like john voight and i'm like what the fuck is this and then i click on it and he's like president trump is the, the most persecuted president in the history of presidents we need to stand by our president hashtag my president yeah, it's no. like John, please no. come on, man. <laughs> I expected more from you. Um, besides that, no, I haven't really been entertainment-wise nothing. So, hmm. what about you? Well, uh, I scored Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou and Eraserhead <gasps> on Blu-ray Criterion Collection. Nice, because Barnes and Noble was having a sale, and at the time this video will be up, they'll still be having a sale. So, or this podcast will be up, they'll still be having a sale. So, if you want to go get some uh, cheap. Cheap, relatively, because honestly, <laughs> I think the Criterion stuff is overpriced. It's forty dollars per yeah. fucking DVD, so there was only twenty dollars per Blu-ray, which is I think that's like that's what most Blu-rays cost for like. Especially, and they have a lot of special features, so whatever. And the um, artwork, yeah. So why why did you, you look at me like have that? Have you seen Eraserhead yet? 
I have not rewatched it yet. No. Um, Honestly, I've been kind of wanting to watch it again. Cause me too. Honestly, it was a really good fucking movie. Thank you. I keep thinking about it. I'm like, that movie was really good, but fucking weird. As it fuck. was really weird. But yeah, no, that movie is a ten out of ten. I love that movie. It was good. Um, I'll give you guys that. But rewatch value, I don't know about. Better that. than anything Quentin Tarantino's ever made. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. So anyway, moving on. You can on. say all you want to say, but it doesn't make <laughs> it right. All right. So moving on. Uh, Wait. Uh, let me ask you, have you ever considered about getting the Criterion Channel uh, subscription? It's only $10 a month, and you get tons of films. I mean, I guess I've thought about it, but I don't know. I mean, I just I, I have enough subscriptions and stuff. I, I feel you on that one. Yeah. But you get two weeks free, you should try it. I think it's two weeks you get for free. So just try it out. You, I know you would like it a lot. I mean, I might. The the thing is, though, for those like Criterion movies, I feel like for a lot of them, I have to kind of be in the mood to watch that. Yeah. And so I don't know that I'd ever use it like nearly as much as like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, yeah. or anything. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, uh, speaking of Amazon, I watched The Boys. Do you guys know what that is? I know it vaguely. It's like superhero type of thing, right? So it's like, uh, it, so it's based off a graphic novel. And it's a pretty much like if superheroes were, uh, if, if superheroes were a bit more real. What was that look? Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you what? see his look? No, I got a text, so I was just looking. <laughs> he was like, uh, what? I was uh, crumbing to you. <laughs> anyway. Gross. Um, no, so he, uh, right, it's pretty much like if superheroes were a bit more realistic in the sense that they're all egotistical pieces of shit. Right. Um, it's super fucking violent. It is, uh... It's it's fucking awesome though. So pretty much it's what ha- what starts this thing off is some guy's girlfriend gets killed by a superhero and so then he's like let's take them all down pretty much cuz they are all assholes pretty much. Like I don't think there so there's like the seven which are um the main characters. So. Well no, no no, they're like those superheroes. They're like the Justice League or like Avengers. Yeah. They are all pieces of shit. Oh. All of them. Like, bad. It's bad. Uh, and great show, though. It's got... I think, honestly, the only big name I can think of is Carl Urban. He plays uh, Butcher, is his name. He's the guy who kind of, like, recruits the guy whose girlfriend died. He's like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm sure you want, like, revenge. Let's fucking go, dude. Hmm. Um, it's eight episodes long, hour-long episodes. Season two is already in production. Nice. Oh. So, stoked about that. The thing that sucks, though... Is I thought there were nine episodes in a season because it seems like a weird number, but I looked it up on IMDb and because I didn't want to risk any spoilers or anything, I click on the episode guide and on the episode guide it says there are nine episodes. So I'm like, oh okay, cool. So as I'm watching the eighth episode, I was like, I was like, fuck, like episode nine has a lot to like do before the show ends. <laughs> That's crit. And then it just ends and then it doesn't kick up the like next or you know up next in like five seconds. And I'm like. Maybe there's an after credits and then it'll and then it'll play the next episode and then it ends and then it just takes me back to the menu and I'm like, wait, what? Where's episode nine? <laughs> so then I looked on the IMDb guide. They fucking included episode one of season two, which hasn't even been like shot yet or named what? or anything. Yeah, that makes no fucking sense. So then, yeah, so then it ended and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I need closure already. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, now I'm going to have to wait like a year for that. Um, but it's really good. I definitely recommend it i will say though again it is fucking gory as shit and dark as shit so if you cannot handle that don't fucking watch it really Uh, yeah it a a lot of people even so you know how it'll say like uh 
in before the show starts, it'll be like rated, you know, TVMA for this, 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 this. Right. There is a lot. A lot of people just didn't even watch the first episode because someone gets raped in the first episode. So it says like on that thing, like a rape. And it's like, so a lot of people were just like, nope, that's too much for me already. Yeah. So there's the warning. It's a good show, but it's fucked up. But rapey. Um, it's by the guy. <laughs> I'm just saying. The graphic novel's by the same guy who did like Preacher and stuff. Garth I Ennis, I think, is his name. Why was I going to say Seth Rogen? Well, he did, I mean, he did. do yeah, Preacher, he did. like the show. Okay. But the graphic novel is Garth Ennis. And yeah, no, he's known for like making like fucked up dark shit. Okay. okay. So great show. Definitely recommend. But uh, be a little cautious going in if you can't handle that stuff. Might have to watch that, actually. That sounds really it, good. It's really good. I was talking to Nathan about uh, Euphoria, and it only has eight episodes. I was telling him, what's, oh, he was saying about what's the deal with, like, shows having, <laughs> like, short fucking episodes uh, count-wise, you know, like, uh-huh. eight to 12. I mean, I, I think it works for most shows, or, like, for the shows that do it, it typically works. Mm. Like, yeah. Stranger Things. Yes. They, they have a solid eight and season two should have been eight episodes also. Because that fucking episode where she like runs away and hangs yeah. out with like her sister that they never bring up again in nope. fucking season two. I mean, three they might all. bring it up in season four. No, they, they might, had such a backlash. Because everyone hated that episode. Yeah. I hated that episode too. <laughs> it, it was, was like, weird. Legitimately, if Netflix announced that they cut that episode out of the season, because you know, sometimes they like go back and do shit. Like with Arrested Development season four, they changed the format to where it was like just a chronological thing instead of how it was. Yeah. If they announced like hey we uh we just decided to delete season eight episode eight or season two episode eight i think because i think that's what it was um i'd be like all right sick cool i'll go back and watch season two maybe uh yeah no because fuck that shit um and uh, fucking all the marvel shows that they did probably should have been fucking eight episodes because every single one of them is like 13 and at around episode like six or seven i'm like all right, we can wrap this the fuck <laughs> up. And you mean, like, I'm ha- less than halfway fucking done, and we... Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> fucking, especially, like, Iron Fist. Uh, okay, Iron Fist and Luke Cage, I l- actually liked the first half, but by the middle half, I was like, nope, that's... uh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm fucking done. But I still had to finish them, because I was like, well, I want to watch The Defenders, because I'm sure that's going to be pretty good. Right. Couldn't make it past episode one of the Defenders. Uh, and then I want to watch Daredevil, but Daredevil, you know, if I watch that, I have to watch the Defenders. But before that, I even have to watch fucking, uh, I think, Iron Fist season two and Luke Cage season two. Holy shit. Yeah, because those I thought came it was out just one season Daredevil. for Iron, Iron Fist. No, Iron Fist has two seasons. Oh, shit, I didn't so know that. So does Luke Cage. And Daredevil and Jessica Jones are the only ones that got three. Damn. So, yeah. But yeah, besides that, I think... I think that's pretty much everything for me. Nice. From housekeeping. Really cool. Are you uh, a binger or are you a, let me take an episode at a time? No, I'm very much a binger. I actually, I finished the boys in one night. Holy fuck. <laughs> because so what happened is I started at like five or six and I got to like episode five and then I was kind of tired, but I was like, I have to know like what happens next. Like, I don't want to go to bed without having finished this. So then I just watched the rest of the episodes and I didn't go to bed till like two. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> so same with Stranger Things. Whenever I found out about Stranger Things, I uh, watched like the first, I think, five episodes. But then I had to go to bed because it was already 2 a.m. at that point and I'd work the next day. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I have to go to bed. I'll finish this tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah. What are, are you, do you binge or do you? Uh, 
I'll binge once in a while, but typically I'm an episode at a time kind of guy most of the time. Uh-huh. So like uh, Next Generation of Star Trek, I, uh-huh. I watch an episode like maybe once every few days. So uh, I didn't do that with Stranger Things. though. I did watch half of it on July 4th and then the rest of it the next day. Yeah, I did the same thing. Because I mean, that's such a like... Everybody loves that show, and they, it, you were gonna see so much on the internet. Yeah, exactly. If you want to avoid spoilers, like you have to finish it as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. So, but yep. Were you gonna say something? Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know if you know Nathan, but it it's gonna be two hours and thirty eight minutes. Forty five. Forty. Yeah, forty five minutes. Dude, yeah. round Wait. that shit up fifteen more minutes, please. <laughs> Which is okay. See, fucking crazy to me because, like, legitimately, that one movie I think is almost as long as that entire miniseries from back in the day. Hell yeah. Because that miniseries was like three hours. Yep. And that's two parts. And now, so this, if you combine parts one and two of this new one, that's outdone the miniseries. Oh, yeah, definitely. Which is crazy. Uh, um, do you think it'll be scarier? Either of you? Two? I think they're going to fucking go for it. Yeah. Like, on because the thing is, I feel like the director even talked about how, so you've read the book, right? Yes. I, okay, I haven't, but I heard the scene where, like, they like trip out on like peyote or like mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they see like kind of how it was made and yes. stuff. The director said that they had that in the original script, but then I think the studio was like, that's too weird. We need people to like this movie. you got to fucking stop. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, I, I, now though that movie made so much money. I feel like they pretty much told the director like, dude, fucking go for it. Right. Like, you want to have a flashback scene of that? Fucking do it. Nice. So, that would be amazing because Nathan's told me about, I guess the uh, the fucking backstory of it uh-huh. and how it was created, and I thought it was pretty cool about the turtle and type of shit. Yep, it's the multiverse thing that Stephen King has written into all of his books. So all of his books have some sort of connection. So yeah. um, no, it's cool. Everybody reads Stephen King. You think they're going to redo the Dark, uh, Dark Tower series? Uh, they're making an Amazon, right? They are making an Amazon. Um, they're ditching uh, Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey and all yeah. those fucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably for the better. That movie was uh, not good. It was a big flop, and it did not do the book justice. Like They totally deviated from well, how the book was. The thing is, though, wasn't that supposed to be a sequel to the last book? Yes, okay. it was. So in that sense, didn't it kind of make sense? No. <laughs> okay i mean i haven't read the book but i know how the book ends and you've read the book no i haven't oh, you read haven't book, read it but i know okay. how it ends yeah um i don't know i've watched a piece of it and i was like not into it i mean it wasn't good it wasn't it, no. the worst thing i'd ever seen but it wasn't good it was the worst thing. no i wouldn't <laughs> say the worst thing but it was bad but no uh i'm i don't know that as a reader i i, I believe there are some things that shouldn't be adapted for television. You think the dark tower shouldn't be adapted? Yeah. Just cause I don't know. It, it's a hokey book series, but it's really good in its own way. But it, I don't know. I don't know if they do it right. I'll go watch it. So do we know when that's happening currently right now? So I think they're in pre-production. Well, I mean like, do we know when it's coming out? Oh fuck. No. Okay. Probably next year. You think next year? Yeah. Hmm. Shit. Are they filming it now? Yeah. Yeah. I say that, but I don't know. I mean, it could end up being like they film it and they're like, this fucking sucks. We have to reshoot a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's one of those like unfilmable things. Yeah. So like, I'm really Dune. excited about Dune though. Yeah. Dude, that's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah. Nope. All right. So time to get into the movie. 
Let's get right into the plot. All right. So once upon a shivers, time, <laughs> shivers. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, we open up and <laughs> something's happening. God, how does it open up? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh wait, before we get into that, how did you like the format of the film in thirty-five? Oh, uh, it was fine. Oh. I mean, it, I, oh. I wasn't like coming in my seat like, oh, 35 millimeter. It was like, yeah, all right, whatever. I was dripping. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, it was, I, I thought it was great because it, it was very much like watching an old movie. It, it had that sense to it. Yeah. Um, certain scenes were a bit too dark. And I don't know if that was because of a, like 35 millimeter thing, like with a projection maybe, or if it was just like, that's how the movie was. So, well, you got to get your face out of somebody's lap. Boom. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Boom. Boom. <laughs> no. no. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, no. I didn't I, mean I, to I burn you like that. I, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it starts out like with... Uh, the theater, I'm like, hey, you, you want me to suck your cock while we watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> we went out to fucking... <laughs> we hanged up with uh, Jacob yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan sat right next to me. <laughs> he fucking said that fucking line at me. So yeah, can I suck your cock? <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, can I suck your cock? He's like, oh, why sure? How old are you? <laughs> Let me see some identification. Uh, oh, also for fair warning, we are getting into spoilers now. Oh yeah, okay. So all right, so I guess yeah. let's go ahead and get into it. How does it start again? I I can't remember how it starts. I honestly can't remember how it starts. Did you? Did you? I think you it's, saw it in Cinemark. So did they have the super or the the trailer for? I don't know if it was oh, a real Stunt trailer. Rock or whatever. Stunt Rock. Yeah. Did you have that? Maybe that was only an Alamo thing. I think that was thing. an Alamo I thing. got there a little bit late, so. <laughs> not to the. I mean, after the credits were done. Uh, not the credits. Fucking trailers. Previews? <laughs> there you That's really late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the credits rolled, and then I walked in, and I was like, well, fuck, I think my watch is a little bit off. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute, I don't have a watch. So, I forget how it opens up. That's the one thing I forgot. I mean, it's either the guy interviewing Rick or yeah. it's the oh, when yeah, they're driving yeah, yeah. the car and they show the fucking sign of the the street, which is Yellow, right? Yellow Drive. Yeah. I think Say it's, it's either inter- those, one of those two. I can't really I, remember. I think it's the interview and then the drive, the, you know, that sign yeah. is afterwards. So we get an introduction of Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth. Rick Dalton being Leonardo DiCaprio's character and Cliff Booth being... Brad, Brad Pitts. Pitts. Yeah. I wanted to say Ray Donovan. Don't ask me why. <laughs> nope. That's Sabretooth. Oh, it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Ugh, gross. Anyways, <laughs> so they're being interviewed, and we're getting introduced into these characters. And it starts off in black and white, and, you know, uh, we get a glimpse of Leonardo DiCaprio being the star on the set, and then Cliff Booth is his stuntman. Carries Helps his load. Carries his load. Carries <laughs> yeah. his load. Um... And then from there, we jump to Brad Pitt driving Leonardo DiCaprio and to Cielo Drive. We're like a little ways in the future. Like, not like future, future, but like, I think there was a... That's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, we're past that point. Like, it's like, it's been some time since that. Because that was when he was still on his show and stuff. You're right. And his show had been canceled for, I think, a little while mm-hmm. by the time we like actually pick up with him. Yeah. So this whole movie takes place in three days. 
three days, but one of those days, there's a six month gap. Yes. So the first day is February. I believe it's the eighth. Something like that. Or second. I can't remember. Um, oh, shout out to my dad. That's his birthday. Which one? Either or. What? <laughs> he was born in a <laughs> like a six day he was, gap. He was, he was yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> so they go to Cielo Drive, which is where Rick Dalton lives, and he lives right next to Sharon Tate and famed rapist. Roman Polanski. Well, I was going to say Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, no. God, I'm sorry, Leo. You know, I got to say, one thing that I'm, like, immediately disappointed is that they didn't uh, put, or, like, throw some more jabs at Roman Polanski. Well, yeah, I guess. Fuck that guy. I mean, I mean, this is that time, not this time. But regardless, fuck that guy. Well, you're going back. What are you going to show him happened. like molesting somebody? <laughs> Maybe just I mean, they they go to the Playboy Mansion. They totally could have like been having him like be a fucking creep or something or not even that. I don't know. Or maybe like whenever the guy is given the whole like. It's not about Roman Polanski. It's not. But I, I'm just saying fuck Roman Polanski. First of all, he wasn't even there during the Sharon Tate uh, murders. Yeah. He was like on in, out, in, in uh, France. Yeah. 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 I know. I read the book. I know. I did my research for this film. That's nice. <laughs> Anyways, what what happens next? Uh, they they have a drink. Well, no, Rick. Or no, I'm sorry. Cliff drops off Rick, and they they have some kind of conversation about. Actually, I think we skipped a little bit. To be honest, okay. did we miss the part where Rick is crying to? That's after. That's after. I'm pretty sure there's a little bit. No. Wait, no. You're right. We're missing a whole thing. Does Actually, it, you were missing goes, a lot, to be honest. We, he, the fucking go, Al Pacino yes. scene. But yeah, that's 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 not that's immediately after the fucking interview. Yes. interview? Yeah. yeah. I thought there was like a little before that and then No, it goes straight from the interview to them driving to that place. Don't that cry restaurant. in front of the Mexican. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go and meet Al Pacino, who Al Pacino plays I don't know what character, but he's like a Larry Schwartz. Schwartz. Not Schwartz. It's like Schwartz or Schwarz? something. Schwarz? Like I don't know. No, not Schwarz. Definitely not Schwarz. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. Careful people. Al Pacino's out there. Uh <laughs> it's yeah, because I, I think Rick Dalton like comes up to him and he's like, oh, Mr. Schwartz, nice to meet you. And then he's like, it's Schwartz. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm so fucking sorry. Yeah. And then, you know, they they, they have a little Actually, Honestly, I do like the little chit-chat they have together because um, Rick and Cliff are sitting in the little bar area and Cliff is drinking the Bloody Mary, I think. Uh-huh. And he's fucking he like, that putting more tabasco <laughs> and pepper and shit. Yeah. And then Al Pacino's character comes up and he's like, is that your kid? And he's like, yeah, that's it. It's like, oh, he's, he's, uh, my car's in the shop, so he's driving me. And then Kurt Russell kind of bursts in as the narrator and he's like, his car wasn't in the shop. He's just had one too many DUIs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I liked the Kurt Russell narration when it showed up. What did you guys think? I, I mean, I loved it. I liked it. I, liked I mean, he's got a nice uh, sultry voice. Some people had a problem with it. Really? Uh, on Reddit, people were like, uh, you know, especially the last one. They were like, that wasn't like, we didn't need that. Like, that was just stupid. Well, I mean, there's a six year gap. You need a little six like, month, six month gap. You need a little, you know, hey, what happened in between that time? I, I mean, I agree. I, I, I really like that part when the narration kicked in. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so they so have the meeting. They have the meeting and Al Pacino's like, you know, I really like what you've done in your work. And we see a little glimpse of like some of his work and it. He's like, a, it's almost a, not a stab, but like a reference to Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. 
very slightly. Oh, uh, the Nazi film. Yes. He, okay, I thought we were the Western first because didn't he talk about the westerns? And yeah, he, he like, did. He's like me and my wife. We watched you know your movie, and then I watched this, and then and that's when the, <laughs> that's that's when the Nazi thing showed. Oh my god, who ordered the fried sauerkraut? <laughs> that was pretty good. And so he has a flamethrower in that instance, yes. which comes back later it on. It Does come back. Um, I fucking. Love that. Okay, that's the fucking part that I love. That is like my favorite fucking part of the movie, hands down. Hands fucking down, dude. So we referenced this flamethrower, and then it's another cut of him trying it out behind the scenes. And he's like, man, this shit's hot. Can you turn it down? It's a flamethrower. Yeah. He's like, fair enough. And so pretty much what Al Pacino brings to the table is like, look, you're being typecast, and before you know it, you're going to be dust. You know, this Hollywood's going to eat you up and then throw you back up and you won't be anything. So you need to really change your lifestyle or not lifestyle, but change your acting. Yes. Your career. Yeah. And because, so what he, what's pretty much happening with Rick Dalton at this point is that he is like every pilot season, he comes in and just plays the bad guy for the pilot. Yep. That's it. And like that. So the guy's pretty much like, you know, if you keep being the bad guy, they're going to keep making you the bad guy. You're going to keep getting killed off. Like, you know, it's all going to just so like, you got to mix it up. Yep. And so Leonardo and Brad Pitt, you know, they leave. And well, before that too, uh, I think he's talking about Rick going to Italy to make Italian movies. Oh, make Western Italian, Italian yep. movies. <laughs> oh, also real quick. Uh, did you guys realize this is Leonardo DiCaprio's first movie since The Revenant? Are you serious? Is it really? He hasn't been in anything since. He's been in a couple documentaries as a narrator, but like when it comes to like acting and stuff, like he has not been in a movie since The Revenant. Holy fuck! Yeah, I saw that on like the little trivia thing, and I I was like immediately I'm like that can't be true. Like that movie came out for fucking ever ago. Looked it up on Wikipedia. Yeah, he's been in Whoa. two documentaries as a narrator, but this is his first like acting like gig since the fucking Revenant. Did that come out like? 2015. 2015? So it's been like four years since he was in a movie. Hey, I'm okay with that. I mean, I like Leonardo DiCaprio, so I wouldn't mind more of him. Fucking Wolf of Wall Street, dude. I love that movie. I fucking love that movie. That's a wonderful movie. Wonderful film. (laughs) Great. Martin Scorsese makes great films. Fucking, oh my God, dude. I remember when I was a fucking kid. I was like eight years old. And my, uh, I think my, like, second cousins or whatever took me to go watch uh fuck i'm blanking on the name uh gangs of new york oh they took me to go watch oh my god yeah (laughs) i know i was a little baby (laughs) and i was watching it and uh i was seriously i think like eight or nine or something because it was in theaters right and i was fucking watching it and i'm like this movie fucking sucks dude and i was like all right i have to go pee and then it started getting good and i'm like Oh fuck! Like I don't want to go pee now. Like I fucking want to stick around. So I held it for like two fucking hours. like more two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. But fuck yeah, I fucking love that movie, dude. I love Over Wall Street dude. and that. Those are Goodfellas. Goodfellas. I haven't seen Goodfellas. You haven't seen Goodfellas? I, know, I need to watch movie. Goodfellas. Dude, I have it on Blu-ray. I'll let you borrow it. It's so fucking good. <laughs> is is it streaming anywhere? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not. Oh, okay. Could be Hulu. I feel like Maybe, that would be a movie that I'd see on like Amazon or Hulu. Taxi but not Driver? Netflix. Have you seen that? I have seen Taxi Driver. Yeah, that's a really good taxi one too. Great. Yeah. I've been actually. That's funny that you say that. I was looking for King, uh, Kings of Comedy yesterday with Robert De Niro. Oh, so I haven't seen that, but I wanted I wanted to see it. So. 
And Martin Scorsese is coming out with a new movie, The Irishman, on Netflix later this uh, year. Later, oh, we're, we got we got to do that one. Yeah, right? fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. I still haven't seen Silence, but I really want to. It's okay. I, I started to watch it. It's I don't know. Maybe I need to finish it before I can. I heard. It. I mean, I heard it's like super fucking slow. Yeah. But I like Adam Driver, honestly. And I so. like uh, Spider Man. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh my god, Under the Silver Lake is on Amazon. Uh, Prime streaming So You guys should check Homework I still need to watch <laughs> it I, 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 I saw it though And I was like Ooh fuck I gotta watch that at some point Yeah Yeah um, But back to back Quentin to Tarantino's Okay movie Great movie okay. Oh It changed to okay It was always okay It was like meh okay You it said okay. meh it was Yeah more no, it's okay yeah, like, Meh is okay No I feel like meh is like Kind of leaning more to like It wasn't the greatest. But we'll change Maybe his mind. Maybe for you guys. We'll change his for mind. For me, yeah. Matt is like, meh, it's okay. It's <laughs> we'll okay. change his mind. Anyways. Hence the score of 5 out of 10, which I still stand by. We'll change his mind. Because again, it has great moments. But Go the see it stuff, again. The stuff in between those great moments, not great. Go, go go check it out. Yeah, we'll again. see. We'll go see. watch it again. Maybe, I'm going to go see it two more times this week. Jesus. Maybe when it comes <laughs> to streaming. Or if my dad wants to go watch it. Yo. Only on a Tuesday, though. For those good father tickets. film. <laughs> um so we go back to what they are leaving the restaurant right yeah and then you see rick started a tear <laughs> he's leaving yeah. shit he's don't like, cry in front of the mexicans <laughs> he's crying because he realizes his career is like over yep yeah so brad pitt drives him back and drives him back to cielo drive which is where sharon tate lives also- they, they're neighbors Real quick, I just want to throw out. So we were talking. Okay, on the last podcast, you said Quentin Tarantino makes great movies, and I was like, he makes good movies. <laughs> out of I looked up like all the movies that he's released. Out of all the movies he's released, I think there's only one that I would call great, Which like one? truly great. Hateful Eight. Ugh, I mean, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. That's like the worst one. That's his. I think that's his best. Movie. No, Michael, what's yeah. wrong with no, you? I, you think it's his worst I, one. That's his worst I one. I think this is... It's a really good movie. I th- it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. I like it, but I do not think that is his best one. I, per, personally. I mean, yes. In personally. my personal preference, I think that that is the only movie of his that I would qualify what? as great. Everything about, else is what? good. Again, it's good for the most part. I haven't seen Jackie Brown. No, um, Jackie Brown's awesome. Well, if you hate Hateful Eight, or if you think that it's his worst one we might just fundamentally disagree yo jackie stuff. brown's great and glorious bastards and glorious bastards is good like that's okay Res- reservoir dogs that's good i would say reservoir dogs is the one that's out of all of them closer to great than good but it's still just kind of good pulp fiction is good fucking uh what kill bill volume one and two yeah they're Good. Wonderful. I, honestly, I think they're a little like eh. You're like, eh. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. <laughs> and then, uh, what else after Kill Bill? Oh, and Glorious Bastards. That's again good. Django uh, Unchained. Django Unchained. I didn't like that. I couldn't finish it. I got like 15 minutes in, and I was like, yeah, this sucks. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, and then Hateful Eight is, I think, the only one that I would classify as great. <laughs> you made me so mad. I threw up. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, Hateful Eight, I think, is the only great Quentin Tarantino movie. Everything else is okay to eh, good. There's like the scene in Clerks, too, where the guy gets like really 
He uh, throws up because he's fucking talking about how uh, <laughs> Lord, of the, Lord of the Rings, Rings sucks. <laughs> he's like, the only way that movie could have ended is if fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> Frodo fucking just blows a load inside <laughs> Sam's mouth or whatever. And then he's like, you don't... <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I love that movie. That's a great movie. That that's a great movie. Those are yeah. I'm still kind of disappointed. <laughs> I'm still kind of disappointed. Clerks three isn't gonna happen. Oh, did he confirm that? Yeah, he confirmed it like three years ago. No way. I thought it. That At least he's been trying to work on two. it. Well, yeah, but then he said one of the main four didn't want to do it, so he couldn't do it. Everyone assumes it's Randall because Randall has always talked about how he never really wanted to be an actor or act. Yeah. So well, that kind of sucks. Yeah, that really does suck. Yeah, but they are doing the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Saw which that. I don't. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Honestly, Kevin Smith's track record has been pretty shit for the past like three years. Yeah. He had a heart attack for God's sake. I mean, his movies were pre-heart attack. So unless the post-heart attack made him be like, I'm going to make a good movie again, <laughs> then, you know, we'll see. But fucking, like, Yoga Hosers, oh my god. I, I, that even, looks horrible. Even if that's supposed to, like, even if he comes out, and I'm sure he has. I mean, like, you know, oh, this isn't supposed to be a movie that you take seriously. It's supposed to be dumb fun. It's not dumb fun. It's just fucking stupid, and it sucks. Kevin Smith, if you hear this, though, I do love you. All right? <laughs> Clerks, Chasing Amy, the fucking... <laughs> I love those movies. Also, Red State. And you know what? I'm going to say it. Tusk. Tusk isn't bad. Tusk gets a bad rap. I, I haven't seen that one yet. I, I think a lot of people shit all over it unnecessarily. So, Kevin, if you hear this, you're my boy. Tusk I love me. you. But Yoga <laughs> Hosers was just fucking dog Get shit. Tusked. <laughs> and I, I hope that you can make Jane Silent Bob great again. So. <laughs> Back to the movie. <laughs> We've deviated so far and we're not even like 15 like minutes into it. like a fucking 10 minute it. tangent about fucking other shit. Um... They go to Ciela Drive. Yeah. Uh, Cliff dro- drops him off, says, hey, look, I'll pick you up tomorrow. 7.15, bright and early. Out the door, be there. Yeah. And so Cliff drives back all the way across town. And then uh, Rick is learning his lines. I, lo- I love the way that he learns his lines. He's got a little tape recorder, and he like did the other voices. And he's like, oh, senor, please don't hurt her. <laughs> like, it's like so fucking racist. It's like, come on, Rick. <laughs> And then Cliff goes all the way home, at which he lives behind, or he lives in a trailer park and uh, behind, behind a drive-in. drive-in. Yeah. So, and he has this most wonderful dog, Brandy. Brandy, that dog was fucking beautiful. She really was. Well, she was a pit bull, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I love pit bulls. There's actually a controversy right now that Peta's like. Oh God! They're like, this isn't helping drive the pit bull. Like, Dude, Peta's fucking terrible. Peta sucks. Yeah. But I mean, th- the thing is. Me personally, like, I didn't see that dog and be like, oh, yeah, pit bull, they're aggressive. Because, None. like, my parent, my moms have a pit bull. Yeah. Uh, and I fucking love that dog. She's, like, super nice. Granted, she's not super nice to other dogs. She does kind of hate other <laughs> uh. dogs. And she barks at people a lot. But she's still great. She's nice to me. She there hasn't bit me once. I mean, she hasn't she bit scratched, me either. She I scratched mean. the shit out of me, though, <laughs> just from fucking trying to play and shit. God, dude. There was one time, like, she scratched the fuck out of my arm. It fucking hurt. But either way, I love that dog. It's going to suck when she does. Is it really oh. controversy? It, no, it really is. Because the last scene? Well, oh. I don't know. Not necessarily that, but because it had clipped ears. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I didn't even. 
pay attention to that. Yeah. I guess now that you say that, yeah. Yeah. And did the her tail was that also? I I don't know if she had a tail. I'm, I'm pretty sure she had a tail. Yeah, she had a tail. So full yeah. tail. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, did you guys know how they do that? These are the important that? questions. Well, I mean, if we're talking about Peta. Yeah. Least. No. Did, how do the apparently? And this is fucking terrible because I this is what I heard. I don't know if the, I hope this isn't true, but um, so I thought dogs were just born with like. Little tails sometimes. I thought the same thing. Apparently, they're born with full tails, but then people wrap rubber bands around them super tight so that it like stops the blood flow and then it just falls off. Oh, that's horrible. That, that is really fucking is. terrible. That's awful. And then anytime I see a dog with like a tail like that, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's <laughs> fucked up. But I don't know. I hope that's not true. Well, I don't even remember where I heard that from. Um, oof, that but, is horrible. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. Well, how do they clip ears, though? Like, is it like legit just like a... I think so. Yeah. Also, don't declaw your cats. No, nope, please don't do it. that. Fucking while we're on the whole animal thing, like... Don't declaw your t- cats. Don't clip tits. the ears. <laughs> don't declaw your tits. <laughs> don't declaw your cats. Don't clip ears and don't fucking lop off tails and shit. Please don't do that to Declawing you. cats is like if you fucking like went down to the first knuckle of a human and just... Oh, snipped oh, it. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. So uh, don't do that. And if you do do that, you're a fucking piece of shit. Anyway, back to the movie. So we get to see where Cliff lives, and he lives in a trailer. He lives with his dog, Brandy. And that whole, like, dog and human relationship between them two is adorable as fuck. Yeah. And where these two characters live, you get a sense of the kind of people that they are. Uh, Cliff is very much a man of the earth kind of dude. He's almost kind of close to a hippie, but not really a hippie. I feel like he's kind of like, I don't know. Mm, I, I wouldn't say hippie because, I mean, he just hasn't had a good, decent job. I mean, he even says it like he doesn't really, he hasn't had a I good think, job. I think he's more like, uh, he's more like a cowboy. Like from oh, the yeah, Western stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, this movie was very much like a Western. Yeah. So, um, but no, yeah, I think he's he's more of a cowboy than Rick Dalton, I think. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and then from here, well, also real quick, I just want to say, uh, so whenever he feeds Brandy, he feeds her like this dog food, <laughs> and he just like cuts it open, and then it just like it's like <laughs> really gross. Hits the thing, and I guess he has this whole thing where if she whines, he'll throw out the food, and it's like you don't get to eat. But whenever he grabbed the second can, at first I thought he was going to eat the dog food because I was like, because I assumed he was not like, you know, banking or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like, oh, fuck, please don't, please don't eat that dog food. And then he puts it in the other bowl and I'm like, okay, good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Then he starts eating it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and then Brandy's like, oh, runs up. They start eating it together. <laughs> yeah. um, and then from here. He picks him up and takes him to the pilot with Timothy Oliphant. Yes. Is that it already? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, and then, so I feel like the big scenes here are when he talks to the girl. And Pussycat. No. Nope. Yeah. Well, no. I'm talking about Rick, Rick Dalton. Rick, oh, Rick talks Dalton? to the, the little girl. Yeah. Cause On she's, set? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? I thought there was like a little scene between that, but uh, oh well. I mean, know. maybe when they're driving and then he sees them and stuff. Oh, and then the scene where uh, all the fucking Manson cunts are like singing. digging in the trash yeah, and singing. Trash. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I think he gets to the set and he has that moment with the girl where he talks. And he's like, oh, you mind if I sit next to you? Blah, blah, blah. She mentions how she's like a method actor. She like stays <laughs> in character kind of. 
and then he starts crying because <laughs> the book is pretty much like he feels like that's like his life because yes. his career is like over and stuff. And then she's like, you're, you're, like, you're okay, like blah, blah, blah. And then she's, he's like, it's a sad book. And he was he was like, "Don't worry, you'll get there one yeah. day." And she was like, like, "What? Excuse me?" And then she's, oh, I was I'm just kidding, pumpkin. And then she's like, "Don't fucking call me pumpkin." Yeah. Yeah. He says pumpkin puss, which I've never even heard someone call a kid that. They were different times. Yeah, pumpkin puss, sixties man. Um, but yeah, it's also throughout this whole movie. Uh, there's this girl who we find out is called Pussycat that uh fucking cliff like sees while driving about and like it's like hey hitchhiking you wanna oh nope all right and stuff like that yeah um and also okay so the scene with timothy oliphant when he comes up and he starts talking to rick and then it does that weird cut yeah where it's like they're talking and then it just cuts to halfway into conversation it does that like one or two more times yeah and then it's conversation over uh that kind of threw me off for a second like my immediate thought was like like, did, did it skip? Like, was the reel <laughs> fucked up or something? Um, and what happened? I mean, like, he has the... They record the scene. Okay, let me just say, I feel like too much of this fucking movie is spent inside of, like, the scenes from shows and shit. Mm, a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, you get to see his character develop because, I mean, he starts off boohooing over himself and then close to the last time that he's there on set... You know, you can tell like, oh, he's definitely changing for the better for himself. I mean, I think his acting did get a lot better. Yeah. Like in that last scene where he like pushes the girl down. Shit. Shit. I was like, oh, yeah, that was really good. She's like, that's the best acting I've seen in my life. He's like, Rick fucking Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love that scene where after he like fucked it up, how it just shows him coming in his trailer. He's like, you fucking idiot. And he's like, he's like, if you don't fucking remember, he's looking in the mirror and he's like, if you don't fucking remember your lines, I'm going to blow your fucking brains yeah. out tonight. <laughs> it's like, I fucking love it. Honestly, I thought that was like a little bit of a foreshadowing. He thought he was going to kill himself. Yes. Yeah. At the end or something. Yeah. And he's like, don't fucking drink any drink. Yeah. And then he's like, don't you fucking drink it. And then he pulls out his flask. He's like, God damn it. And then he like throws it out of his trailer. Yeah. We also, oh, I forget, oh, uh, it, while that's happening, Brad Pitt goes to Rick's house because Rick tells him, oh, yeah, he's say, hey, my fucking the, antenna bro, go fucking yeah. fix it. And that's when he has the flashback to him kicking Bruce Lee's ass. Which is Which is yeah, great. Yeah, that's hilarious. another scene that I love. My hands are registered <laughs> as deadly weapons. We get in a fight and I kill you, I go to jail. <laughs> you kill anyone in a fight, you go to jail. It's called manslaughter. <laughs> I, I did love that scene. That, wonderful. When he fucking throws him into the car, like that was fucking great. <laughs> the sounds that that care or Bruce Lee was making was fucking hilarious. And then whenever, whenever it's like uh, he's about to fight and he's like, "Oh, it's just a friendly spar or whatever," and they're like, "Bruce, you got to be careful." Uh, you know, like this guy killed his wife and got away with it. And he's like, uh, uh, "No, it's fine. We're just it's fine." Yeah. And then the fucking stunt. Uh, uh, stunt lady whose name uh, Janice, right? Yeah. It's like he's like he was kicking Bruce's ass. He's like, hey, hey, hey! No one was kicking my ass. It was a friendly <laughs> sparring match. Yeah. Um, I did that. Uh, did that scene also happen where they go? It's a little another flashback to uh, Cliff's killing his wife. I did flashback a little bit. I mean, we don't see him kill his wife. Yeah, and I mean, if that's in his own like imagination, because I mean, he definitely imagined all that, right? Because he's up there on the roof, and yeah. he hears Rick's voice in his head, and then he has well, that huge moment where he fights Bruce, and then all of that, and then it goes back to him. So is he thinking that, or is that something that happened? 
Do you I, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I see what you're saying, but I just assumed it was a flashback to when he, uh, like, from a different set where yeah. the guy already kind of, you know, he has a reputation, so he didn't want to hire him. But then he convinced him to hire him. Yeah. And then they gets in a fight with Bruce, and then he's like, get the fuck out of here. And then that's why, that part is why the guy will now refuse to hire him, like, period, end of story. Makes sense. That That's how I... I interpreted it as something yeah. that happened in his head because... You know, earlier on, he asks Rick, you know, hey, can you tell him? Yeah. I'm ready. I could I could. But then work. doesn't even, like, whenever it ends, isn't he, like, fair enough? Like, doesn't he say that out loud? Like, yeah, it makes sense. Because that is the shit that happened that made him not want to hire. Maybe. I don't know. Because, look, I think the reason that R- Kurt Russell didn't want to hire him in the flashback is just because of his attitude and, like, his reputation of this is the guy who killed his wife and got away with it. And then the guy beats the shit out of Bruce, who's, like, you know, the trainer guy for all the actors right and pisses off his wife so then he's like all right get the fuck out of here and that's why now present day he absolutely just refuses to hire him because he already didn't want to hire him then he hired him and then he fucked him over so then he's like i'm never fucking hiring that guy again maybe maybe i mean it could go both ways really could honestly mm-hmm. i mean what did you think you thought it was a i mean i thought the head? way you were explaining it yeah that's how i thought it because i mean i don't know i I guess but we got to watch it again. Explained it, it sounds because the thing is, like he does say, like because whenever that flashback happens, it, it does do the whole like, oh, he doesn't want to hire you, blah blah blah. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah, fair enough. Like at the end of it, because it's like that's why because I did that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll read more into it later. I'll look it up on <laughs> <Yeah>. Wikipedia. <laughs> and so uh, when we flash back, he notices the uh, is it Krispy Kreme? No, not Krispy Kreme. It's a I forget what kind of van it is, but it's an ice cream truck looking van. Pulls up, and the guy gets oh, out of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's Charles Manson. I love how little screen time Charles Manson had. Wonderful. I mean, this just the brevity of like you can feel the sense of just of what he was. You know, just the kind of no. person that. Oh, okay, just me. Yeah, I mean, Alex, did you feel anything from Charles Are you Manson? Serious. I mean, I feel a little bit because I mean, <laughs> from the videos that I've seen about him, I'm like, this dude's fucking crazy. Yeah, more than crazy, but. I mean, whenever he came on screen, I I wasn't like, oh, Charles Manson. I was like, oh, is that Charles Manson? Okay. And then from like, I mean, I, I you're one like, of those millennials. You don't, you <laughs> have no feeling for this. Well, I, I I mean, the thing is, like, it's like, yeah, Charles Manson, whatever. But um, Charles I, Manson, whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, people fucking died, Michael. No, people did die. I agree. That's I mean, that's just a fact. There's no way you could dispute that. Um, but no, I mean, like the thing is his performance, like he's on screen for like three seconds yeah. and in those three seconds, he's just like, Oh, Terry and blah, 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 live here. Okay. Bye ma'am. And then he just leaves. And it was like, he wasn't imposing. He wasn't, he didn't seem crazy. He just seemed like a guy. And it's like, but I understand it's like, Oh, that's Charles Manson. So I feel like you're just projecting that onto the performance. Whereas the performance really didn't do anything to be like, Hey, this guy's a creepy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's cause I've, I've just, I'm a true crime yeah, exactly. So, so you like know maybe. what Charles Manson is like. So you were like, oh shit, Charles Manson. You're kind of giving him that. Yeah. Where to, you know, be like, oh, his performance was like, oh, he was creep. But like in real life, he, or like, but in the actual movie, he's just like, eh, he's there and then he's gone. Yeah. I don't know. I, oh, I mean, that's I what know. I think. Because I felt nothing. I mean, I felt something. What about you, Switzerland? I just said, uh, why am I Switzerland? Because you're always in the fucking middle. Yeah. I, I like being in the middle. Damn. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So next up is he picks up 
Pussycat? No, that's the next day. So Rick stops filming, takes him home again. And then it's the next day. They do. Takes him back to filming. Takes him back to filming. And then that's when Cliff picks up Pussycat. And fucking Lena or Lena Dunham or whatever, which I don't like her. But nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, like, oh, thanks for bringing, you know, pussy home. We love pussy. And he's like, yes, we do. <laughs> I, lo- I love Cliff Booth. There, there's actually a lot of actresses there in that moment. There's Lena Dunham. Uh-huh. There is Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. Oh, yeah. Harley Quinn, uh, Kevin Smith's daughter. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Uma Thurman's daughter is there. Well, wait, is she in that scene? I don't know if she's in that scene. Uh, there's I, a lot of people in yeah, that scene. I know she shows up later. Like, she's she one does. of the four. That, which, mm-hmm. by the way, for those who don't know, Uma Thurman's daughter, uh, Maya Hawk, and also Robin from Stranger Things Season 3, a.k.a. my favorite character from Stranger Things Season 3. Yeah. Maybe second favorite with Steve up top, but their, like, little duo <laughs> thing was fucking great. Really great. I'm so... That, that's, like, the one thing I'm looking forward to in Season 4 is yeah. more Steve and uh, Robin. Yes, and, definitely. Yeah. No. She's beautiful, though. She looks just like her mother. It's so crazy. Yeah. Did you say Bruce Willis also his daughter? Wasn't oh, yeah. No, I didn't say that, but yeah, no, you're right. She is. Anyways, <laughs> so they go to Span Ranch, yep. Spawn Ranch, which is where the Manson family hid out for a long while until the raid. Um, the raid? Redemption? N- nope. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. They, eventually, they get raided out. Makes sense. Um, And then, you know... There's pretty much this whole thing where he meets, like, everyone and shit, and it's like, oh, hey, this is this person, this is this person, and then Tex, like, looks him over once, and he's like, yeah, he's fine, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so they do this whole thing, and he's like, oh, where's George? George's still living in that house? Like, because that's where he used to, like, shoot fucking uh, out, bow, Bounty Outlaw or yep. whatever the fuck. Um, and so I just, uh, a lot of people were talking about how the tension here was, like, crazy, and it's like, oh, shit, what? Didn't yep. care. I didn't care. I felt nothing. Of course you did. Like, I wasn't like, oh, no, what's going to happen? I was like, okay. Like, I, again, nothing. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't feel tense at all. I wasn't like, oh, sh-. I was like, it's like, all right, either George is going to be dead or he's going to be alive and like a little twist or whatever. And then twist, he's alive. Yeah. Um, and he's blind. Yeah. Which uh, <laughs> another funny part is he's like, you know, it's like, oh, Spacey or whatever the fuck her name is, is out there. She's bl- it's like, oh, is that the little redhead? What part about I'm fucking blind? You not understand. <laughs> I don't know what fucking color her hair is. <laughs> That's pretty great. Oh, and man. then he leaves or well, he goes to leave and fucking uh, what's it called? Pussycat, which, by the way. OK, I think that's the girl from Death Note. I've never seen Death Note. Which girl time. from Death Note? Like the main girl. No. It is not. Death. Are you 100% sure? I am sure? 100% sure. Okay. Please look it up. I'm Wait, do you say Death Note? Death Note. I don't know what Death Note is. I thought you were saying Death Proof. I'm sorry. Then I, I'm not 100% <laughs> ac- uh, for sure. I've never seen Death Note. I'm going to look it up. But, uh, okay, so you, you, you kind of take over while I look it up real quick. All right. So Cliff Booth le- or starts to leave, and then Pussycat's out there alone now. And she's like, why the fuck did you do that? You embarrassed me in you front of everyone. You embarrassed me. <laughs> and he's like, all right, all right. It's her. It's Death Note, girl. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I didn't even, I'm sorry. Honestly, everyone shits all over Death Note. I think it's not that bad. It's like. <laughs> the Netflix show? Is the Netflix original movie, <laughs> okay. Death Note. It's Look, I'm not saying it's a good movie, but I think it has 
moments and it's not terrible it's like eh, it's okay it's good but also i have i'm in zero way attached to the anime i never yeah. watched it never read the manga never anything so actually no that's not true i watched like the first 10 episodes but main point is you're a liar i <laughs> i i think the death note movie is okay okay so cliff booth leaving uh-huh. pussycat you're embarrassed me in front of everybody <laughs> um and you know he approaches his car and well rick's car really well yeah rick's car what is what does she say when he's leaving he's like you know i believe it's like you're the one that doesn't like see something or oh you're you're, you're the, the blind one, one. Blind. yeah, yeah. yeah. G- george isn't blind you're blind yeah which also we should mention whenever he was driving her to the ranch that's when the whole like so you want me to suck your cock while you drive me <laughs> and then he's like what how old are you and she's like 18 he's like you got some id to prove that and he's like nope you don't because you're not 18 <laughs> yeah and so he starts to leave from span ranch and uh discovers that these assholes have uh flattened his tire put a fucking knife in it and then he turns around and there's some guy sitting on a fence he's like, he's, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah does this fucking dumbass laugh and this music is awesome in this moment because it's it's just like and then all these people all these women are yelling at him and he goes over there and he fucking knocks this dude to the fucking ground. Well, because he's like, fix it. And the guy's like, no, like, fuck you. And then he's like, fucking fix it. He gets the shit out of the car. He's like, fucking fix it. And the guy's pretty much like, no. That's when he like brings him down and beats the shit out of the guy. I wish he would have beat him up more. That was like another great scene. Fuck no. Man, just... I want somebody fix my fucking tire. <laughs> well, yeah. But then afterwards, just fucking like, bam. And throws him around and he tells the girls, not one more step. Or I'll fucking knock his teeth in. <laughs> and they're all over there like, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cunts. Um, them, them some crazy fucking people. Yeah. Um, so they're not sane. Gets the car fixed. Some some girl goes to go get Tex. Tex comes and Cliff is gone. Yep. What I was thinking about later when Tex is like, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business. (laughs) Um, From here, which I mean, we can kind of glimpse over this, but it's the whole acting thing for him. Yeah, he's it's uh, for Rick. It's, you know, just more stuff. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. They also have that little part where he uh, Whenever Timothy Oliphant's first talking to him, he mentions like, oh, so I heard, you know, you almost got the great escape before they went with Steve McQueen. And uh, and Rick's like, nope, no, I didn't didn't even like didn't audition for it or anything. Apparently I was in the running. But then we see like in, in that conversation is clips of him like actually in the movie, like uh-huh. to where he was like fucking like, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Oh, and also throughout this, Sharon Tate has been watching her own movie in theaters. I, I have to say Margot Robbie. She's wonderful in this movie, and she brings an air of Sharon Tate that it's it's wonderful, and you you almost like fall in love with her, even despite that she doesn't have fuck she has less than fifty lines in that movie, yeah, and but you almost fall in love with her. I honestly, I mean, I feel like the most amount of lines she has in the movie is like at the end when she's talking to Rick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just think she's so beautiful, and she's actually wearing jewelry that. Uh, yeah, her sister, yeah, or, yeah. Um, looks just like her. And so when she's watching the movie, I like the whole, hey, I'm in this movie. I play the klutz, you know, and she takes a photograph. Uh, it's awesome. She's Which, just wonderful. I, uh, 
I didn't realize. I, I at first I thought that this was the movie that Roger Ebert wrote, but he wrote the like sequel kind of spoof to it, and oh. not the movie itself. Because he wrote Beyond Valley of the Dolls. Oh. Which was supposed to be a sequel, but then I think it ended up being kind of like just a parody of the original. Who was that? Roger Ebert, the movie critic. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. And Tarantino brings, or he he builds this like... No, go ahead. Okay, real quick. Uh, The amount of times that there are just like feet... (laughs) Sender attention. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, I just, I fucking know, like in the editing fucking room or whatever, you just know that he made a cut of like a compilation of every actress's feet, like on the screen. And he's like, all right, zoom in there, zoom in there. Let me see. All right, pan dirt. up a little bit. Oh yeah. Once you wrinkles her toes a little bit, I want you to just really like get in there. Jesus. And then he's like, all right, give me fifteen minutes. You just know when he was editing these scenes, he was fucking rock hard. <laughs> Not it. that there's anything wrong with that. Print it. Put it on canvas. <laughs> I want it in my house. Yeah, that's probably like, what he has at his house. Like, picture of the feet. little picture of like all the actors' feet, and then he's got his like cum like all over oh, God. it. Hey, what and then he, like, no. the, <laughs> I that, can't even. That's picture. what he's like printing to canvas or whatever. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And he hangs it up in his house. And he's like, oh, those feet, man. People come over. What's that smell? <laughs> oh. You know, that's just Quentin's cum. <laughs> he talks about himself in the third person. Pretentious fuck. QC. Quentin's cum. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, leave him alone. Uh, and then from here... What happens after? I I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I can't Rick, remember. I mean, Rick... Or, I'm so sorry, Cliff just, goes to get Rick. Oh, and, they go watch FBI, right? Yep. And then Schwarz watches it too and then calls them and then he's like oh and then they go to the italian films the italian movies and stuff and yep rick gets married so we're jumping and we're jumping six months ahead of time to august to august 8th and rick's married to uh this italian uh lady that he met on set i guess yeah and uh also at this point him and uh cliff he can no longer like pay cliff to be like his guy or whatever so that's kind of like the end of an era. So they're like, Oh, we're going to get fucked up. We're going to get drunk, all that stuff. And so then we have the scenes where Sharon Tate and all her friends go to this like Mexican restaurant. Oh, and, and she's pregnant. She's well. pregnant at this point. And then, uh, what's it called? Rick and cliff go to a different restaurant and all that. And then they end up in their respective houses and stuff. And, uh, Rick is like making a margarita and, uh, what's his name? Cliff took the dog out for a walk while he's smoking, while smoking an acid, acid cigarette that he got from Pussycat, right? I thought he was just some just random some hippie, hippie yeah. girl. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was I'm pretty sure it was just some random hippie girl. Oh, also, uh, Rick hates hippies a lot. So. Yeah. I mean, they both kind of are like, uh, oh, fucking hippies. Yeah. Um, which just reminds me of my favorite line in the movie, which we will get to in like a little bit. Um, so then the hippies like pull up in their shitty loud car and Rick runs out and he's like, you fuck, like get the fuck out of here. You fucking hippies. You're just looking for somewhere to smoke your weed or whatever. And he's like fucking hippies. And they're like, sorry, I'll back up. And then they reverse out of there. It's like, was that Rick fucking Dalton? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I saw that in fucking outlaw cowboy or whatever. <laughs> And then one of the girls mentions how uh, she thinks that they should kill the people who 
kill people on screen because they're the reason like things are so fucked or whatever. Right. So they decide to break into Rick's house and kill him first before killing Sharon Tate. And uh, then at that point, Cliff gets home and he's serving Brandy her food. And they bust in. Fucking. Oh, my God. I love this. This, this is, is my the, favorite part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, the build up to this is fucking amazing. Yeah. And uh, so fucking Tex walks in like with the gun and the other girl has a knife. Oh, also at this point, Maya Hawk ditched them. Yeah. Hard. She's like, I forgot my knife. Yeah. She's like, I forgot my knife. Can I go get it? And then it's like, yeah, here are the keys. And then as soon as you threw the keys and she's like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, she's going to fucking leave the yeah. shit out of them. And then she does. Um, And so that's when Cliff is like, you know, like I, I know you from somewhere, right? Like I met you. And he's like, what's your name? And then he's like, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business. And he's like, no, it was something stupider than yeah. that. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you were on the ranch. Like, you know, I, you were on a horse, blah, blah, blah. And uh, then what happens? I think the girl from the right charges him. Or No, he sticks Brandy on Tex because Tex has the gun at him. Yes. And then the girl starts charging The girl at charges. Him. And then he fucking chucks that can of dog oh. dude, like, into her face and like smashes her face. Like her it's- nose is Fucked. Yeah, it really is. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then she's like kind of out for the count for a little bit. And then Brandy's fucking up text. She like bites his arm, bites his dick. He drops the gun. The other girl tackles. Uh, well, the other girl goes, it's uh, what's the name? Oh, yeah. The she wife. got the other. And then and then that uh, the wife pushes her down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. And then and then uh, does he. St- stomp on Tex's head at this point. Like Tex gets knocked down, and then he just like. Bleh. Well, he calls the dog off of Tex to go get the other girl, the girl with the fucked up face. Yes. Okay. And then then he proceeds to stomp Tex's face, which a little disappointed in the head stomping. Could have been a little better, if you ask me. Maybe I like thought it was three, great. Three I thought or, it was yeah. great. I mean, it was I mean, very shocking to see all this. <laughs> I didn't expect to see it. It, it was great. But I think it could have used like one or two more stomps just to where like the head kind of caved in a little bit, actually, you know, (laughs) I I think the next scene or the next little part where the girl tackles him and he gets just pissed off. Oh, and he starts fucking that scene. I was like, oh, my fucking God. I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, he just starts fucking bashing this girl's head into like everything that he sees, like fucking posters, the fucking like mantle above the fireplace. Like, Oh my God. And then she's dead. Yes. And he's been stabbed. So then he kind of passes out or whatever. And then the fucking girl who got the fucked up face finally managed to get Brandy off of her. And cause she shoots the gun and then Brandy freaks out and runs away. Right. And it, <laughs> At this point, Rick Dalton is still sitting in the fucking uh, pool and he's like got headphones on. He's like listening to me. So he has no idea any of this is happening. This girl loses her fucking shit. She's going fucking crazy. And she runs through like the fucking glass uh, door to his backyard and lands in the pool. And then he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then she like falls in the pool and she's freaking out. And then she gets up and she starts shooting and she's still screaming. And then, and then, Rick, and then Rick like gets out of the pool, walks walks into his shed, and then he comes out with a fucking flamethrower, and then he's like, he, does he say he's just like, he, like, does he just say hey or something, or does I, he have like a one liner? I don't think he says anything. I think he just shoots it. Yeah, well, because she looks back at him. I, 
Maybe I can't remember what he says. I think I think he just says like "Hey," or maybe he has like a one liner or something. But so he says something. So then she turns around and like points the gun at him, and then he fucking flamethrowers her. Oh, it was fucking amazing! Oh my god, it's <laughs> the best. It really was the best. The best part of the movie, hands down. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. They take away the hippies' dead bodies and stuff. They load uh, Cliff up, and he's getting taken to the hospital. He's like, you know, bring bagels tomorrow, all that. <laughs> and then the guy who was with Sharon Tate, uh, JC or something like that. Right? Uh, it, uh, Jay Sebring, Jay Sebring, Sebring, Sebring. So Jay walks down and he's like, what happened? It's like, Oh, some hippies broke in. You know, I don't know what they wanted. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, is everyone okay? The hippie sure is fucking, <laughs> <laughs> which was, that was my favorite line of the whole movie. <laughs> Uh, either that or you want me to suck your cock while <laughs> you drive me. Because uh, oh, that was fucking funny. And then you know the guy's like oh blah blah, blah. and then Sharon comes on the thing and she's like what's happening? It's like oh some people broke into Rick's house and she's like oh Rick Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> and then he comes up and they talk and then credits roll. Well, and then well I think no. you're missing like well I'm, you're not missing anything but you're missing like the the magic of it the fact that this movie is a fairy tale. That is really what it comes down to. Because when I he mean, goes into her house, and then you see the title, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, this movie is a fucking... It, fair, it's yeah, a fairy yeah. tale, because this is really... That's how it should have happened. Those fucking people should have died. I mean, yeah, it's like another one of Quentin Tarantino's like rewriting of history, like how he killed Hitler. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, that's fantastic. I The fact that Sharon Tate was able to stay alive in this movie was amazing because i thought honestly i really thought they were gonna show yeah me too that brutality i really did I, and i didn't know how i was gonna react to that what i really thought was gonna happen is that after cliff left i was i was for like a second i was like oh shit what if there's like another pair of them and now rick's gonna die too like yeah. with all of them yeah so i mean i don't know when the t- the title card went up i was really happy like there was a sense of of hope and joy just because I, what I'm serious. No, I'm just looking at Michael. I know Michael, you, there was no emotion for you in this movie. Was there? Uh, not really. I mean like whenever cliff was fighting them, I was like, Hey, this is awesome. And I was like, you know, I was a little worried about him. Like, I hope he doesn't die. Cause I like cliff. And I was like, hopefully Rick doesn't die too. Cause I like Rick. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, because Sharon Tate, she she was being built up as this next up and coming star back then, and to think like what she would have done as an actress, you know, and all of that was just cut short. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. I know, but I mean <laughs> I think you're you're missing like the the quality of like why like I don't do you understand what I'm saying? I understand Alex? what you're saying. Nathan do you does. have that same sense? Like whoa, like. This has a happy ending. I did like that. There was a happy ending to it. And, uh, <clears throat> but little Michael over here is just, he's not having it. You're a fucking you millennial. Don't have to, you have no emotions. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, eh. No, not eh. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I didn't care that Sharon Tate didn't die. You're so, po- that's the it. whole point. That's the whole fucking point is that she wasn't. She didn't die. See, I wasn't like, oh, yay, they saved Sharon Tate. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I was like, oh, I guess they didn't kill her. Okay. 
Either way, did you stay after the credit? Or yeah, they have this whole scene where he's trying to sell the like <laughs> yeah. red apple cigarettes and stuff. And then as soon as it cuts, it's like these fucking cigarettes are disgusting. And then he's like, "And who picked this fucking cardboard? I got a double chin." And then he like throws it. You know, yeah. it was the red apple yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, right? Tar- that's like yeah. Quentin Tarantino's thing. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, overall, I mean, again, I liked certain scenes. I think there were great moments in this movie, but everything connecting the great moments was just eh. And I don't give a fuck that they didn't kill Sharon Tate. I wouldn't have been like, hell yeah, they did it. They killed her. But I'm not like, hell yeah, they saved her. It's eh, whatever. I mean, this movie made me feel, it was a feel-good movie, to be honest. Really, uh, yeah. There was no point in the movie where I was like, god damn, this movie's fucking dragging or anything like that. I would say in the beginning of the movie, it was a bit slow, because yeah. I was trying to figure out, I was like, all right, what's the, what's the story? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. There was never a point that I was like, all right, can we hurry this up? Because it, it was awesome. And it was very much an ode to older movies. I feel like there were a lot of points in this movie where I was like, all right, let's fucking go, guy. Come on. Fucking millennium. <laughs> I would say this is uh, Quentin Tarantino. His less violent movie? Yeah, I would agree. Probably. Because the only time there's even really any violence is the last like 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is worth it. Which, I mean, I mean it was going great. back to that violent, oh, the, I guess a little fighting scene. Uh-huh. I did enjoy that a lot. A lot. That, I was again, like, God damn, that's fucking amazing. I was just like, my mouth was open when that was happening. That's I was like, my, oh my favorite God. fucking part of the movie. Did people in your audiences like scream and shout like in a good way? Like, yeah, and they were like yeah. laughing. Like whenever fucking Rick came out with the flamethrower, they're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. We had a hard shusher in our theater. He was like, <laughs> So we had a guy who was sitting on my side and somebody that was sitting on Jesus' side. Uh-huh. And the, these two people over here were talking at the very end of the the, the cigarette commercial. Uh-huh. And this dude on my left literally like reached <laughs> all the way over here past Alex and was like, shh. And it was like really uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. yeah, good. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, please have the courtesy. Especially I mean, if you're in an Alamo draft house, like, you know, their whole thing is no talking, no texting. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it in XD? 35 millimeter, 35 you fucking millimeter. idiot. Learn how to fuck listen. you. I don't know how what that is. It's just it's like, like an, just actual film. Yeah. Oh, okay. Instead of being digital. Uh, did you get the, did they hand you out like the little film strips? No. No? Oh, yeah, I guess they ran out. Well, <laughs> I mean, they, they didn't give them out at Cinemark. Cinemark they only gave them yeah. out at, at Alamos. And I got the magazine. And it came with posters, which is really cool. So did you get the film strips because you got the magazine? No, they were well, handing them out at the end of the movie. So uh, Oh. And but the film strip isn't like a piece of the film. Well, They're yeah. just like little pictures, like yeah. promos. Yeah. Uh I mean I got one from Interstellar when Interstellar came out. I still haven't seen Interstellar. Dude, that one's cool. You know, speaking of directors who get jerked off too much, Chris fucking Christopher Nolan, Nolan gets jerked off way too fucking much. You're a fucking millennial. Now, fuck that guy. <laughs> like, come on. Fucking The Dark Knight. Eh. I eh. thought that was amazing besides Batman the third one. Batman Begins. Eh. Dark Knight Rises. Eh. Fucking Interception sucks. Yeah. Interception? Interstellar? Interstellar. No. Interstellar is fucking nope. amazing. Inception. 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 I combined the two. Inception's fucking sucks. amazing. Interception. <laughs> Interception. <laughs> No, yeah, inner, inner, uh, inner something. In- Inception sucks. Did you like Interstellar? I he said didn't, didn't watch it. it. Oh, that's a great one. It's on Hulu, so you should watch it. Probably if it's still on Hulu. I don't, really I don't like Christopher Nolan. You should watch it still. Well, so I guess that was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's wrap this up. I'm going to go see it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, is that it? Anyone have anything else to add? Fucking Just awesome go watch it. Movie. It's okay. Please go watch it. Uh, again, acting's great. That's a story's great. It. The last 15 minutes are great. Story's great. Uh, <laughs> That's a feel good movie of the year. <laughs> I felt nothing. Um, Obviously, <laughs> I felt nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Please put that on a shirt. Yo, okay. come look at this dude's shirt. <laughs> Um, all right. So, yeah. So, this has been a Film Boys Wait, pod. What are we watching next week? Well, <laughs> oh, we it's your know. pick. Yeah, it's oh. Pick. Actually, pick now or do I yeah. Yeah. Didn't you already pick? No. Or was that? This was oh, like right. a, it all came right. out. We go and watch it kind of thing. Mulholland Drive. Okay. Sick. So. Uh, what? If we're doing the David Lynch thing, which after me, it's Ronnie, right? Yeah. yeah he's not going to pick David No, Lynch. but that's okay. I'm fucking okay with that. Little bitch. You hear that, Ronnie? You fucking... No, Ronnie. Fucking pick no. David Lynch out of spite. I think spite he liked this movie. I, I mean, he liked Eraserhead. He liked... Uh, not Mulholland Drive. Uh, I mean, he'll like it. I feel like yeah. Mulholland Drive is more coherent. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, tune in next week when we watch Mulholland Drive. Uh, make sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, follow us on Spotify, all that. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, at BlueTomorrows47. You can follow Nathan on Twitter, at DesWasp108. And uh, <laughs> Alex doesn't really have a Twitter, so it doesn't matter. Uh, so, yeah. So, this has been the Film Boys Podcast with Michael. Nathan. And Alex. And uh, I guess we will see you next week, film fucks. No, it's great. <laughs> Go watch it. It's not. Don't. Don't. Please it's, watch I it. mean, it's okay. It. No, Again, I'll just it. say it's, it's okay. He doesn't it's not, understand. It's not a great he movie. He doesn't understand. Quentin Tarantino's only made one great movie, and that's The Hateful Eight. That's one Everything person out of is, 12 million. Eh. People jerk him off too much. You jerk him off. I'll fucking jerk you off. <laughs>